All right, everybody, welcome back. Um, this is Mr. Ruzak, principal at John Marshall High School, and uh, we are bringing you our third episode of the Rocket Hour podcast. Super excited. Um, we actually have some great news. We're in four, I just was saying, we're in four countries. We're in seven states. We've got uh, over 100 subscribers. We have yet to have a single person leave a note in the comments, though, so please do that. Um, Share it out. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all of those other uh, fun spots. Our first uh, couple of episodes had different guest hosts. And I will say, in full disclosure, every episode we talk about who inspires. And this individual who's co-hosting with me today has been referenced by every student who's come through. And actually, our guest student today may or may not have recommended our guest host. So, Miss Claire, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. Will you tell the listening audience who you are and what you do at JM? Absolutely. So, my name is Claire Sagstuen, and I have been at John Marshall for five years now. I am an ML teacher, so for the multilingual learners. And on top of my teaching, I am also the speech and debate coach, as well as for diversity council. So, I'm kind of everywhere. And I think when because this is how I do it. You have to say nationally recognized oh, speech me. and debate. Yeah, it's you can't, true. Yeah, it's, it's true. not just any year, any year old uh, speech and debate. We're big time at JM because of you and the kids that are in that program. So really excited. And this is out of the norm. We're, we're having a, a teacher guest host. Um, but I think it's it's kind of fun to mix it up. So uh, well, thank especially you. when it's the student telling me to show up. Right. I will always show up. Well, the other beauty is because I'm a fl- full disclosure kind of host. I asked Claire about eight seconds ago to be the guest host, so uh, this is who she is and why we love her so much at John Marshall. I will run quickly, yes. <laughs> she did, too. It's amazing. Um, we're here with Chris, too, from Gloria Day, and uh, you may hear some shutter clicks. We actually have two um, representatives from the Post Bullet, and so maybe you'll see a story in the paper about this amazing podcast. Uh, and we have Miss Rebecca Senny with us today. You want to say hello yeah, to the listening hello. world? Thank you for having me. So Miss Senny is going to be our uh, rocket spotlight towards the end. But as you all know, we'll sneak her in and a few questions, possibly even the waffle and pancake one, which got very heated last week. Um, <laughs> That's a good question. But more importantly, we have our student because this podcast is all about student voice and recognizing the awesome power of rockets uh, current. And hopefully we'll pull in some rocket grads soon as well. Um, Amir, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, buddy. Thank you. (laughs) Amir, tell us who you are and what you do at JM. So my name is Amir. I go to John Marshall High School. Um, I'm a student here, and I am a sophomore. Yeah. What activities are you involved in at JM? I play football. Started varsity last year, the whole entire season. Um, I do throwing at track. And what are we going to push that shot put to? Put it out there for the world goal to hear. Is, the goal is 40. 40. Goal is 40, yeah. Your principal is going to say 42. I'm setting that mark a little <laughs> further. I'm going to come out there right. and help. I love it. We're going to write it on the whiteboard when we yes. get back. Sounds good. Are you out for speech and debate? Uh, No. Claire, anything you want to say about that? I mean, he has always asked, and he oh. has always been like, do you think that I'd be good? I was like, well, <laughs> considering uh, the fabulous arguments that we get into in yeah. class, whether it's with me or mer- perhaps your seatmate over a, you know, who gets what chair, uh-huh. I would say you do excellent. Well, and Charisma does come through microphone, but he's got the smile, too. I think he could nail this, right? Yeah. All right, Amir. Um, we really are appreciative. Um, of you coming in, it's important for us to hear uh, the voices of our students. It's also important for us just to have a little bit of fun 
Um, and the reason that we come to work is because students like yourself. So thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. Are we ready? Oh, yeah. Okay, so we have a series of questions, but typically we deviate. And by typically, I mean every single time we've deviated. And it sometimes goes sideways, and that's kind of the beauty of the podcast. So uh, I'll start us off, and I'm, I'm always curious about this, but um, I'm going to let both our co-host and our student guest answer this first question. But, Amir, what does it mean to be a rocket? So, in my opinion, a rocket means, like, being a good person overall and, like, respecting people in the hallways and stuff and just also just being a good person in general, like, helping others and um, being good at sports. So, I think those are the main points. Good. Claire, anything to follow? Oh, man. So, I must say, when it comes to being a rocket, all I can think of is family. I mean, we're literally wearing our Rocket family shirts today. And every time I put this on and I look at it, I'm like, yes, this is the reminder. Um, To be a Rocket is to be a part of this fabulous community. We have diversity. We have talented students, our staff, um, our amazing principal. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) So just I'm just always honored to come to work every day because Mm. the students are the best and the staff is the best. All right, Miss Hank. See, we're gonna throw it off right yeah. off. No, that's the you same. You weren't prepared I, at all. I do love. Sorry. Go ahead. I do love coming to work. I love jam. Mm-hmm. My husband actually works at another high school, <laughs> but <laughs> <I> know, but <laughs> that's all right. I'm like, well, at one point we represented all of them, but I think I work at the best. I love jam. Um, there's so much diversity. There's culture. There's family, and the students are awesome. And I love working with them individually. It's yeah. awesome. Thank you. Chris, you're not off the. Chris doesn't have a microphone in front of him, but I said it will be pushed his way. So be prepared. I'm ready. All right. Okay. Um, do you want to ask the next one? Ooh, and sure. And you don't have to go in order. You know, it just kind of keeps us in sequence. I mean, but we don't I do really well need that. to know the next one. All right, giddy up. Let's I have do it. to know. I have to know. Okay, Kay. Amir. Waffles or pancakes? I'm a very, very big pancake guy. Oh my gosh. The we reason- keep hitting home runs with pancakes. Sorry, e- Amir. Exactly. No, you're good. Exactly. So. The reason is because, like, so I play football, you know, and I play offensive tackle, uh-huh. and I've gotten a a good amount of pancakes, like, to a point where I forgot, like, <laughs> the count. You know what I mean? Um, Give us a rough estimate, Amir. What do you think? Where, what, what's your max, Ben? Uh, I think, like, the most pancakes I've ever gotten in, like, a single game is probably around, like, six to seven. Can I tell you something beautiful? Amir, tell them what a pancake is in your mind right now. So a pancake in football means like you grabbing somebody yeah. and driving them so far to a point where they trip and then you fall on top of them. Yeah. That's called a pancake. So this is the beauty of the podcast. Yes. We've talked about syrup. We've talked about filling squares and waffles. And Amir is talking about flattening the opponents yeah. on the gridiron. I yeah, love buddy. that. Now, on the flip of it, how many pancakes have you consumed in a single setting? I'm super curious. So the most I've ever done, it was like a challenge like with my, yeah. my friends. It was close to 20. All right. That's good. In a single session. Syrup or no syrup? A lot of syrup. Nice. <laughs> Claire? A lot of it. Oh, my gosh. For me and pancakes, okay, you wouldn't know by looking at me, but, oh, food is just the best. Yeah. What can I say? Agreed. So whenever I go to a breakfast place so we're a big brunch family okay and i always get the pancakes and i've i have been known to clean not just one not just two but three plates of pancakes <laughs> <laughs> so i'm with a mirror over here it has to be pancakes i'm, I'm right there with you 
All right. I'm sorry. We're just throwing you into every question. Well, that's okay. But, Miss Sunny, what do you think? Pancakes. Pancakes. Mainly because getting – you mentioned squares. Yeah. Because it's very frustrating to put butter on waffles. Oh. It gets. It just gets – it's too hard, and I get irritated because I just want to eat it. Pancakes. If Moha were here, she would be losing her mind. She's a straight, <laughs> straight waffle girl, and and the argument of the butter spreading has never been used, but that mm. is a solid argument. See, and for <laughs> me, it's all about toppings. It's about what can go into the pancakes. Yeah. I mean, if there's not chocolate chips, are they really worth eating? <laughs> well, I think if you had said um, French toaster pancakes, uh, that would have been different. But pancakes, for banana sure. pancakes, anyone? Banana pancakes? I had them growing up a little bit. All right. I've only listened to the Jack Johnson song. Yeah, it's a great song. <laughs> Still counts. Still counts. <laughs> All right, listen, we're gonna completely deviate. Post bulletin, guys. Want to stand next to a microphone real quick and tell us your thoughts? Introduce who you are, and then pancakes or waffles. My name is Joe Alquist. I am a photo editor at the Post Bulletin. I think I'm going to go pancakes as well, only because I have eaten more pancakes than waffles. I will say the little butter in the waffle, though, oh, is so good. It's a counter-argument. Oh, so oh no. Good. I mean, I don't disagree. It's just hard to spread. Fair, fair. All right, Jordan, come on. You know, for me, it's probably a both and, not an either or. Okay. You know, I don't. I, I eat everything, so I, I can't pick. I can never pick. Jordan's going to be covering the political uh, <laughs> sides of the uh, paper later. All right, thank you. Okay, um, well, th- I think it's settled. Regardless of who comes next, Pancakes are the Grand Slam winner. Uh, Amir, I wonder about this. Uh, you're such a delightful human being and a leader in our building. Um Think about, in, as people interact with you, what would you say is something people commonly misunderstand about you? Honestly, I don't think there's anything that people misunderstand about me. Um, if I had to choose one, it would probably be... Um, I don't know. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, like, like honestly, like, I, th- I think, like, so... I personally like know a lot of people in the school. I would say like majority, majority like of like the people in the whole entire school. Like I basically know all of them. Yeah. So I don't think there's anything that people misunderstood about me. Sure. Um. But yeah. Well then, I want you to sit and think on it because it's that's a it's a tough one. But I'm gonna ask Claire because Claire works with a lot of students in our building, and you work with students across all. Um, areas academically and socially and and in in club and competition what are things that you see people misunderstanding rocket students for well it was interesting coming here so i'm originally from egan minnesota um so up in the cities and coming to john marshall specifically it was interesting getting the feedback from people that i was living around and people that i was meeting and how people would describe it would be, you know, JM is like the urban hmm. version of the high school in Rochester. And I'm like, well, what, is, what does that mean when right. you say urban? So tell me a little bit more about that. What do you mean by urban? And they say, you know, it's in the middle of the city. Hmm. Um, you know, it's a lot of cultures, mm-hmm. lots of mixing. And I'm like, wow, that sounds amazing. <laughs> like that is my dream yeah, come home true. Run. Home right. run for me. Yeah. And... Sometimes I feel like there's a misconception about what that diversity and community means. 
Um, I feel, unfortunately, some people see our diversity as almost a hindrance. Hmm. And in fact, that's exactly what makes John Marshall superior, in my opinion. Agreed. Yep. I would Um, say it's our greatest. It's uh, our asset. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. And just thinking about my own students, we have 35 countries represented. Mm. And even just in our classroom alone, I think my classroom has 10 different languages being spoken at one time. I mean, how amazing is that? Yeah. So our diversity, our community, it's close knit. And for people that are not walking around the school and only see little bits and pieces, um, it's hard for them to really feel that energy. You have to be in the building and feel it. Mm. So putting the misconceptions aside and coming into, you know, seeing our staff and our amazing students, that's what's special. It's the truth. You can't you can't hear about it. You have to feel it. I think that's an open invitation to all people in the community to come and experience it, huh? My room is always open. (laughs) Amir knows that, though. Amir, anything (laughs) that you would add to that? So I would say, um, so I like like to lift weights, you know? Yeah. And I like to lift, like, a bunch of, like, heavy weights and Mm -hmm. stuff. And so one thing that I think, like, people might misunderstood about me is, like, because I lift heavy or, like, I look all crazy and stuff like while doing it. <laughs> people might think like I'm like a mean person, but like yeah. in reality, I'm a very very nice guy. Yeah, know? one of the nicest guys I've met at JM. And I it's could always see that. yeah, and it's always fun having a mirror around. So I have a mirror three times a day. Yeah, poor guy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think he would say that. <laughs> no. At least not to my face, maybe. <laughs> no. Um, I guess he's the one that told me to show Yeah, so. he's, yeah that's exactly right. <laughs> um, but with Amir, you know, he's so dedicated and yeah. he's so passionate. And I know that some people don't understand what that passion means and where that passion comes from. And it's just Amir being his best self. Mm. I mean, isn't that just miraculous yeah walking around the building and i see amir in the morning because you do the morning stuff and the after school and track and football how I long mean, is your day at john marshall <laughs> when do you show up uh so i usually i show up around like around like or like 5 50 around mm-hmm. to like lift and stuff that's a.m a.m yeah a.m a.m that time exists. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't usually see that personally. <laughs> yeah. It's, if you could see Chris's face, he's uh, his jaw is still on the floor that uh, <laughs> someone chooses to get up at. And you're not getting up at 5:50. What time are you getting up? So I'll, I'll probably get up around like almost like 3:45 to like get up, shower, yeah, eat and stuff like to get get my day going and stuff. And then so like usually when there's no lifting in the morning. Then I go to my own gym, so I wake yeah. up a little earlier than that. And what time do you leave school? I leave school around 5.30, Yeah. He's so. putting in a long day. Right. Yeah. And I mean, this is, <laughs> yeah, this is what dedication looks like. Yeah. And Amir knows you know, mm. what he needs to put in to be successful. And so whenever I see Amir, I'm like, man, you've been here longer than I have, and I know it. <laughs> so he'll come in, and it's like, ooh, you've already yeah. been awake so many more hours than me. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah, good. So like All I right, said, I'm honored. Better. You've got Nothing. another question. Fire away. Ooh, okay. Oh, man. I I have to know this one. What TikTok sound describes you? Um, I know you might have to think about it a little bit. It's okay. Yeah, that's a good question. I have, I have a lot of them. I have a lot of them, but I can't think about the right one. You know what I mean? What um, are your top? I would say, shoot, probably like... Um, 
like young boy. Oh young boy. yes, yes, yeah, yes. young boy, yeah. So this is <laughs> fun for me. The fact that we ask it and Amir says right away, I've got a lot of them. Yep. I'm not embarrassed at all to say anymore. I still have. I, well, I should be because I keep saying I'll do my work. I have yet to hear a TikTok sounder. I, I don't know what they are. But yeah. something maybe that's easier is if you had to think of Miss Claire, what TikTok sound would, would go with her? I, I would say she's probably like a snowfall. A snowfall. Yeah, it's a it's like a very like calm like type Aww. of beat music. You yeah, know what I mean? it's like yeah, it's, it's very calm and relaxing. Yeah. So those of you that want to introduce a student podcast, have them ask the questions. I never would, and this has been the most insightful answers. It's really fun to listen to. Do you have a TikTok sound? No. Do you know TikTok sounds? No. <laughs> um, Any? No, I do. I have no idea what that. I means. I see the dances in the hallways, and I right. have t- I have two fabulous uh, teenage daughters, and I see them doing the dances outside. Yes. Um, but as far as sounds go, I I've I got participated nothing. painfully in a handful of the dances. I still don't know the sounders, so no one's asked me back for a what's second. What's yours? Now. I was just gonna ask. I, what's yours? I, I you know they. Um, I think Manasa and uh, Moha had said something to the effect of a teacher sound where there's a gesture like a finger goes over the lip Oh, like this. yes, I remember that from. Oh, I that, feel like yeah. that that's episode. not very complimentary. I don't know, Amir. <laughs> it's it's up there. Remember, you're a nice guy. Tell me the <laughs> truth here. It's up there. It's up it's there. It's up there? All right. Yeah. Okay, good. All right. All right, Amir. Who is someone, and you can't say anyone in this room. No, I'm teasing because we, we can't break the streak. Who is someone that has been a big influence in your life and why? So I have uh, quite a few, actually. So I would say my my number one will probably be one of my head coach would be Coach Riggett. Okay. He is one of, like, the biggest people that have, like, um, influenced me in, like, being a better, the best version of myself that I could be mm. uh, on, like, a daily basis. And... I would say second would be Miss Saxton, due to so because um, like every time I need help in in my classes and she always like she's there in seconds and mm. helping me out and making me like understand the the subject that I'm learning. Yeah. And then I would say third of all would be my mom. Yeah. Because I mean like she's, I also love his mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean like she's been on my she's my day one you know. Yeah. She was there for for like everything that I needed. So, tell tell us a little bit about your mom. Where's so, mom from? What's mom, your story? So mom is from Iran. She's a great person. Great person. I mean, it does everything for me. Yeah. Yeah. Can she cook? Amazing. Food. What's the best thing she cooks? Amazing. I would say it's a couple. Of, it's like three. Top three would be like kebab. Yeah. That's one of them. Okay. Um. Second would be chorish sabzi. That's like a vegetable stew with rice. Okay. You know what I mean? And then third of all would be Khoreshta Kaime. It's like a rice and stew type of food. I think you know? the most important question is when do we get to uh, taste I know. these? <laughs> it, you know what? It's almost like we're kismet here. We're connected. Yeah. I was thinking the, the same is, thing. The question when does this come oh, to us? I, know. I have to bring some pretty soon. Please. We'll do. So la- last week we had a cultural just – blowout celebration where we were food and dancing and music and uh selfishly i want it to be every week it was so great i know that was oh my gosh my heart has never felt so full claire you've been recognized so this is a super fun question for me to ask you 
because literally every student that's come through has referenced your name in some capacity. And that's a pretty cool thing and well warranted. Well, I just love all of my, they're all my kids, right? I mean, my students are my kids and I, I mean, I I just love all of them. Well, it's clearly received. Thank you. So now you tell us who's influenced you and your path to make you this amazing human being. Oh my gosh. Okay. If I start crying, don't be alarmed. It's fine. You won't be the first. Um, <laughs> I mean, so something that some of my students know about me is that I had cancer when I was younger. Mm. So I had Burkitt's lymphoma when I was 9 to 11 years old. Mm. Um, and my mother was there every single day. Mm. Um, she worked for the Hennepin County Attorney's Office. Actually, oh. Amy Klobuchar was her boss. No <laughs> so the fact that she took so much time, was there for all of my appointments, asked all the right questions, and never let it show how she was truly feeling. Um, I mean, you you can't get a better role model than that. What's your mom's name? My mom's name is Colleen. Lovely. Yes. So when I think of, yeah, just power, empathy, Mm. everything. I mean, that's what I try to bring to my students, and I'm I'm just honored that she's you know, she's just been there. She's yeah. always been there. Well, I'm sure she's very proud of you. Uh, it's my favorite. It's my favorite. I, I really love to hear it, and it gets us a little bit deeper into who we are. I just learned something about you that we I We got didn't the know. layers, yeah. I love it, but we don't take enough time. That's the significance of this podcast. And I also think about the loss of, of just depth of knowledge of our students, but then in turn... Through this, our kids get to hear and our students get to hear you and they get to experience. So maybe we need to bring in more teachers too. It just keeps evolving and growing. But um, the better we understand each other, the better we uh, function as this crazy family that is the JM family. And that's why I've just enjoyed this podcast. I've learned, I mean, I've known Manasa since she was in eighth grade, right. for example. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So, yeah. I mean, there's always more. Yeah, and that's beautiful. why this podcast is so amazing. Wow. I get to learn more about all of my favorite people. <laughs> Very cool. And I'm not surprised by Mr. Riggett either. He's somebody that wears his heart right out there on his sleeve. And I, you know, the fun part about it is you're this nationally recognized speech and debate coach, and Mr. Riggett is this world-class coach and strength and conditioning person. But the folks that recognize you all do not reference your job. No. They reference you, the person. And, man, also a shout-out to Mr. Riggett because, I mean, just knowing that when my students need anything, because yeah. I can't be there for everybody. He can't be there for everybody. But You guys do try to do it. We so try. We, <laughs> we try. To protect you a little bit. But I'm just so happy that he has been in the building. His room is open, just yeah. like my room is open. So I feel like we have somebody on the basement, <laughs> the yeah. ground floor, right. and then we have somebody on the top floor. Cool. There's somebody always there for the kids. Yeah. All right, you're up there. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Ooh. What do you wish JM would be like in two years? So your senior year, what do you want JM to look like, feel like? What do you want? So I would say I would like JM to have a a brand new weight room. Ah. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Uh, That's that would be like my my biggest one. Having new weight, new new weights and stuff like that. And then uh, just. I mean, it's it's already great. It's already as good as it could be. Um, it's just a new way room and um, amazing people, which yeah. there already are. Yeah. So our weight room is old. You're very old. <laughs> and rusty. 
there. I mean, like the like every time I pick up the plates, it's always like, like my hands are always like black. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like the mirrors are all smashed up, but we make it we make it work. Yeah. But. However, the last time we talked about coffee, and I said, you know coffee places that want to sponsor the podcast come so you know that'll be amazing yes you weight room folks out there weight equipment facilities companies that we mostly we're happy to accommodate any goodwill 100 percent. and we know there's a lot of really just great like crossfit gyms in rochester yeah. and i love the fact so i did crossfit for a little bit this All was right. before covid so i get to be like oh amir like um you know how much are you <laughs> Yeah, like benches. So we, yeah. yeah, so we could actually go back with PRs and things like that. <laughs> and oh my gosh, it's so funny. I was like, oh yeah, what's your clean and jerk record? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Amir. Give us your numbers. What is it? What is it? Do you want to share your number? Give us those big numbers. I'm Come down. on. I'm down. So okay. so right now, as of right now, I'm benching, I would say it's around like 250. Okay. Like, what I'm benching. Um, I am split squatting. Uh, 450. Okay. As of right now. Amazing. Amazing. Yep. Remember, he's 10th grade, folks. <laughs> this has only just begun. Thank you. Thank you. And I am deadlifting 600. Yeah. Those are my, my biggest numbers, I would say. I know you can't see my face right now, but it's shock and awe. <laughs> it's shock and awe. It's yeah. a dog. Oh. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Chris? No, you're, no, I'm. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I, I do Don't be shy. Get, you know, I shout out to all these sponsors. Gloria Day has been a great yes. partner, and Chris is such a good sport. I just throw everything at him unbeknownst. He knows it's coming at this point. I was just going to ask, how much does the plate weigh again? <laughs> <laughs> well, which one are you grabbing, sir? <laughs> There's a lot to choose yeah. from. I think we're more of the plate filled with pancakes right now. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> Don't worry, it'll be equally balanced. That's right. Uh, that's you know, right. you know, five pancakes on each hand. It's okay. <laughs> All right. How, how much do you lift? Well, ten pancakes. Yeah. Plus the plate. Plus, oh, oh yeah. thank you. Yeah, yeah. See. Got to get those kilos added somehow. Yeah, it's fine. Absolutely. We're getting those spring break bodies ready over <laughs> here for sure. Exactly. All right. Let's start with Claire on this one. Amir, we've thrown you to the wolves first in every question. So, um, Claire, what is one question you wish that we would have asked? And here's my the reason I want to go to you first. Not just um, with Amir as our superstar guest student, but as you've listened over the last couple of podcasts, what are we missing? What do you think we should have asked in regards to what student needs are, what staff needs are, what's it like at JAM? What do you want the community to know? I feel like I would love the question just if there were no boundaries, mm. what would you love JM or our community to look like? Yeah. You know, if there was nothing standing in your way, whether it's time, money, other resources, what's the dream? Yeah. And I think about my students being able to have the weight room of their dreams. I see my students being able to participate in activities. Um, I have this vision of all students being a part of a club or activity mm. that they love. And that's why I'm grateful for things like the 21st Century Program, because we've been able to bring in a lot more groups than yeah. we've had before. And I, I see the progress and I see the potential. Yeah. And for teachers, it's... Um, Maybe I need a couple more blankets for my classroom because mm -hmm. it can get a little cold. Amir knows. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> gets a little cold in there. Yeah. Um, but also, how do we make each classroom welcoming for our students? Mm. 
um, how do we make sure that the students can learn the best way that they can? Because it's not a surprise that everybody learns differently. Um, Even in my own household, we have my significant other is a software engineer, so he has that kind of brain. Then my daughters are both super artistic and I'm just over here just, uh, you know, speaking my mind all the time. So, you know, v- very clearly a, a verbal processor. Yeah. Um, again, my, my poor significant other. <laughs> He's like, I work alone on purpose. Um, that, that's why I go to school. That's right. Um, right. But how We're do we happy. make sure that everybody can learn? Yeah. And what does that look like? Are there different learning spaces? Mm. Are there people that we can bring in to ensure that let's say that a student needs more writing help do we have a specific person to work on writing reading all of these specialists or if a student wants to learn a new skill how can we bring the community in as those connections um last year i did the genius hour project or like the 20 uh, the 20 percent time that google started right and connecting students to different members of the community that i just happen to know was amazing. Mm. So Juma, who was on previously, rock star, rock star. Yes. Yep. Again, one of my one of my kids. Um, you know, he wanted to learn how to make an app, and I was like, well, I have somebody that I know in Rochester whose literal job is to make apps for companies. Yeah. Let's make that connection happen. I had no idea how talented Juma is with technology. Yep. He's incredible. Yep. Anything Apple, he can help you with. Yeah. Um, but if you have an Android, look out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he'll. Uh, you know, he'll just make some jokes, but he'll still help. Um, <laughs> but I mean, how can we connect all of these resources in Rochester, yeah. such a large city with such talented people? Right. How can we help bring our community in and helping the kids learn the skills that they want to learn? Yeah. Well, it's funny you say it because Chris, Chris has referenced that numbers of times on our previous podcasts and offering an opportunity for students to learn just doing what he's doing as we you know, talk here in this room. And that's such an awesome opportunity for our students to connect with outside resources or vendors or just community experts. Um, so I think it's a great question. Amir, what do you think? What are we missing in this? What question should we ask? What, do, what would you be curious to know from the students of JM? I would say um, from the students of JM, what I would like like to know, yeah, uh, probably be like, like what is their favorite lift? Oh, Ooh. yeah, yeah. I would say that I was uh, like between like on a squat, deadlift, and bench. <laughs> you know, like which one is their favorite like type yeah. of workout? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like just between those three, like or if they like take creatine and stuff like that. I still love the pull up. Yeah, pull up. Oh my gosh, it's it's still my favorite. I have a pull up bar in my basement. It's up there. It's oh, up I thought there. you were gonna say your office. That's good to know. Yeah, <laughs> not my office. I could, I guess. You know, I don't know. It might look a little odd if I'm holding a meeting while doing pull ups, but right. I look odd regardless, so I don't think it'll make a bit of a difference. If it's online, get it's that fine. pumping. Get that pumping. That's that exactly pump. right. Exactly. Well, I I think the question's relevant because we ask about six thousand surveys a year of students, and then we're um, miffed at the fact that there's only thirty percent participation. We're surveyed out, and so I'm I'm wondering why um, we haven't asked you all to help write the questions, and so that's that's the reason behind some of these things as we go through it. So, um, Jordan. Uh, from the PB. You're an expert at asking questions. What's a question we should ask our students? You get to add to this podcast. Come on over. If you could over. ask our students anything, what, what would you want to know? Yep, step up close there. What, if what, I could ask the students anything? Yeah, what's yes. one question you'd want them to know? Oh, or or you'd want to know, I should say. 
you know, I might have to get back to, I might have to email in okay. for, for a future podcast. <laughs> I'm blanking at the moment. Can I tell you so, something? That's absolutely. fantastic because that's, that's like, what do they call that? A cliffhanger or Ooh, a, yes. uh, what do you call it when you go the transition on a radio show and it transitions and you leave them hanging with something? Yeah. Cliffhanger. We love a good Or just a bad interview. Even, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so listeners, you're going to have to listen. I guess it depends on the medium. Yeah, yeah. radio host or the, or the That's paper. That's right. <laughs> I, uh, I've been told that I have a, you know, a face for radio <laughs> <laughs> and a voice for print. Oh, so you know, so oh, this is kind of out of my league here. That's all right. Well, we're glad you're here. Yeah, we're so, happy that you're here. And listeners, Jordan promises to send me that question before our next podcast. So our fourth podcast, we will share Jordan's questions. Actually, we're going to put that in. Look at how this works. It's almost as if we're not planned at all. Um, we can add a question from a listener each week. So oh, Jordan, that would be you'll fabulous. Be our question for next week. Or the, Submit your questions. Week. We're all going to be gone next week, but... We're going to be weeks. stuck in the, oh, isn't it three to six inches Snowmageddon. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Why not? Yeah, during spring break. That sounds about right. Amazing. Quick, quick. <laughs> Amir, more snow or no no more snow? No more snow. Claire? Please. <laughs> I don't want to shovel anymore. <laughs> Rebecca? I actually oh, really no. love Here snow. We go. Oh. But I, I get to a point where I'm done with it, and now Man. I'm done with it. Okay, I'm all done right, with good. It. I was going to say, as somebody who's been skiing since she was three, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love snow, but yeah. it's beautiful, but, <laughs> right. but it's enough. <laughs> All right. That's our transition to you, Miss mm, Rebecca okay. Senny. Um, you're our rocket spotlight of the week, and um, you get to follow the amazing Amir, uh, which is a hard act to follow. It is. It is. But could you kind of just sh- uh, share who you are and what you do and what you provide to the students of JM and, I would say, RPS 535 as a whole? Oh, Well, again, my name is Rebecca. I'm the chemical health specialist at John Marshall. Um, And what that means is I help students um, when they're struggling with chemical use or if a family member is struggling with chemical use or a friend is struggling. We meet individually, sometimes in groups, and just talk about support, what is out there in the community, and just really how to help them in general. We create goals and help them stay safe. So in our building, um, how does a student connect with you? I've had students connect with me through other students or through teachers or admin or counselors, social workers, really anybody. If yeah. I get their name, I will meet with them. And I have to know, what does your day look like? What does an, mm. If there is an average day, I mean, maybe there is no average question. day mm-hmm. for you. I kind of love it because it's cha- it changes all the time. Meetings, yes, here and there. But I meet with students individually. And um, sometimes I run groups that's been going on lately, but really just individual. And we just talk about kind of what they want to talk about and how if they're struggling, how can I help or what's out there in our school or community to help support them. Do do I have to have a chemical dependency to meet with you? No. So tell us a little bit more about that. Um, Sometimes if somebody gets in trouble, let's say, Mm -hmm. that doesn't necessarily mean that they need to go to treatment or they have a substance use disorder. That's not a that's not it at all. And then we just um, kind of help them create a different way of life instead of, let's say, vaping. Um, we use other healthy coping skills because using is a coping skill. It's just not healthy. So yeah. it's just looking at the other stuff to help them. Yeah. Um, we have, I think it's a big thing as we look at, you know, and we have the wonderful and talented Amir here with us. I think challenges present to students in different ways, but this mm-hmm. is not something new, right? This is something no. that's been around forever. Yeah, this, I mean, 
I'm thinking about when I was in high school. I mean, this stuff was happening then. It, ha- it happens everywhere. It's not just a JM thing. I've said this multiple times in the last few meetings that I've been in. It's not a JM thing. It's not an RPS thing. It's a. It's a not even a Minnesota thing. It's a country right. thing, and we need. Yeah, it I was is. Say definitely worldwide. And we I need, agree with Amir. Yeah, absolutely. We need help, and we need backup, and you know. It's it's tough. I know I can I can feel that it just like brings things down sometimes. That's right. just the nature of what I do. But I'm it's very just used to that. But it's yeah. I'm very passionate about it, and I have seen working in treatment centers, people recover and people get well. Right. They just when I came to the public schools, my clients were like, "I'm sad to see you go, but I'm so thankful that you're going into a school because that's when I started." So it's it was hard to leave my clients, but I'm so been at jam for seven years and i love being in the schools and it's we awesome. were and we were talking before the microphones turned on yeah. and you said that everybody in your family are teachers right oh so many teachers so <laughs> many teachers <laughs> yeah i my sister works at jam as a teacher she sure does she does yes. give her a shout out oh Go ahead. sarah may miss sarah may. may i get Social stopped studies. oh my gosh i get stopped at least once a week hey i know you who you remind me of somebody i'm like <laughs> who do i look like miss may miss may miss may yeah, and yeah. actually, if I have incoming students that I'm struggling to build that connection with, like, hey, where'd you go to middle school? Did you go to John Adams? Did you have Miss May? Because normally they love her. Yeah. And then I get, and then I get an in. That's awesome. <laughs> so why did you choose chemical dependency for your specialty? Mm, mm, that's a fun question. Um, mm-hmm. Most people who are alcohol and drug counselors don't come into the field because it's like, you know, fun and exciting all the, the time. The glitz and glam. Right. Um, that sounds like public education. Absolutely. Sure. Oh, my gosh. I get so tired of people being so in awe. I know. <laughs> Claire. They can't see us laughing, but we are laughing. It is a pretty amazing place. Sorry, it, Rebecca. It is. You know, well, Claire and I are now just grooving off of no, each other cool. over here. Go ahead. Um, I kind of lost my train. Where was I? So why did Where you choose why? to get into the field? Yeah. Well, like I said, nobody comes into the field because it's, you know, fun and exciting all the time. Yeah. You've either been impacted by a family member you're in recovery yourself. It's about 50% of people that are working as LADCs are in recovery, um, or they've just been impacted. It's just, I just like to help. But you general. are also dual licensed. Mm-hmm, Can you share mm-hmm. with us what your other licensure is? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I'm also a licensed social worker. I went to grad school a couple years ago for that, and that's, yep. I, mm-hmm. I think it's important to share, and and for me, it's it's like uh, more than principle. It's almost like a, a you know, a dad feeling the amount of expertise that we have in our building, and so, and you all are so humble and dismissive of your talents, and you really are. Um, so I get to brag, so you don't have to, but you sure could. No, I'm, um, I have every right. I do oh not enjoy gosh. doing that. I do have to give a shout out to all the people that we work with, though. There are so many wonderful and talented people that just love to help. Right. They're so awesome. Where are you located? I'm in the counseling office. Yeah. Yep. So all of you rockets out there, um, and and the beauty of uh, Miss Senny is that it, it doesn't matter if you know her or you've had a connection. Um, she's in a place where she's uh, going to listen. Yeah. I really do just want to help. That's <laughs> really all I want to do. Yeah. And that's actually why I chose to do to further education and do social work because social workers are amazing and they, well, lots of things, lots of people are amazing, but uh, social work is so broad in many ways. And that's, I could help more people with social work. And so important. So important. Yeah. Um, Another question. um, If a student 
feels like they would be curious to come to see you, is it immediately reported? Do they have to go through a process of being acknowledged? I, I wonder about, you know, same thing goes with my office. That's why I should probably put a pull-up bar in there, Amir. Um, <laughs> is there's a stigma to it? Well, if I go there, I'm in trouble. You know, it's funny that you say that because every new person that I meet with, I'm like, you're not in trouble. Yeah. Yep, you're never going to be in trouble with me. Right. This is a safe place. And then I always go into like what confidentiality means and all that stuff. But, yeah. and then I say that right away because I think it, I think it makes them feel more comfortable talking to an adult that right. works at a school about chemical use because it, that doesn't typically happen to be super comfortable talking about chemical use. But yeah, I welcome it. I enjoy it. I love talking about it and I like to help. So anybody come on down. And man, if you want a welcoming, supportive environment, mm. I mean, that office, awesome. I mean, even just as a teacher walking in, I mean, I know they're there for the students, but the number of times that, mm. I mean, you have said something to either me or another staff member, you know, we have Henry, we have Jamie. Right. I mean, just, counseling I mean, staff. What, a, what a team. Our counseling staff mm. is incredible. I mean, you want to feel supported and loved and feel like if you have any questions, yeah. Anything is welcome. Mm -hmm. There are no bad questions. No, and they're fantastic. Yes. I, I could give them many thanks for the counseling office. They're great. They the are. are amazing. Super the lucky. And I think that's the key piece here, and you referenced something super important. It's our counseling office and our chemical health specialists and our MHPs and our social workers are, are not just for our students. Right. We, we have an obligation to support each other. And so um, the beauty of working in a public school like JM, a community school like JM, is that we have access to resources. So, mm -hmm. Amir? Though, oh, yeah, Amir. Here's a question for you about it all. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Um, as we start to look, because I know that there's a big push for a student union, even in our school, where maybe students can answer and ask questions. Is it hard for students to talk to adults about this? I'm not thinking you because you talk to all of us, but <laughs> when you move and groove throughout the halls, is it a difficult thing? Uh, honestly, I would say no because, like, I would say most of the staff in our school right now, they're all, like, super, super nice. Okay. I mean, like, Mr. Ruzak, like, you're really, really nice. Miss <laughs> Cass Kassman's really nice. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody's super nice. Uh even like the staff members are really, really nice. Yeah. Uh, Miss Saxon's really, really nice. I mean, everybody in the whole school is extremely nice. Yeah. Uh, I've yet never met a a bad staff member at JM. That's good. Oh, that's a glowing endorsement for sure. And I remember, you know, our goal has always been belonging. Right. And so every year my goal for my students is to make sure that everybody has at least one adult in the building. I say that all the time. Yep. You just need one. Um, you know, I did some um, some classes about trauma yeah. and things like that because our students, especially during COVID and not right. even post COVID, we're still we're still very much in it in a variety of ways. For sure. You know, they bring that stuff to the building, and what they said was every student just needs one person, true, one adult, whether that's a teacher, whether it's another staff member from the counseling office, maybe it's one of our relationship coaches in the yeah. hallway. I mean, just one. Big and shout out to our relationship oh my gosh, coaches. Amazing. They're doing a great job. They also pump me up as I'm walking I up and know. down the stairs. I mean, Same. my goodness. My head's down. It gets lifted very quickly. Exactly. We have Miss Crystals in our building. She's yes. working with families. Miss Vasquez is working in Mr. her family. Mr. Sharp. Resource. 
Well, Mr. Sharp is um, underpaid and, uh, oh you know, yeah, overused because he's like one of the greatest humans ever. So mm-hmm. we have a really amazing, amazing collection of, of students and adults. And if you are a student who's listening and you don't feel as connected, um, hopefully you keep hearing voices through this podcast and names of individuals. If you're And my room is always open. It sure is. And, and so the Senate's office, office yeah, always yeah, open. Mr. Yeah. Ruzek, always open. Always ready. Always 100%, ready. percent yeah. All right, well, listen, this has been awesome. This is our uh, third podcast, I think, that we've put out. And uh, we put a target of two a month, and and I'll be, we did it so oh far-ish. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so when we come back from spring break, everybody's going to get much-needed respite, and, uh, and then we're going to come back um, ready to punch out the rest of the school year, and we're going to have seniors who are graduating, and... Uh, I'm, I'm not ready, Mr. Ruzek. I'm not either. I'm not ready. Yeah, we're all going to be dehydrated from the the tears, uh, the tears pouring out oh of our gosh. faces. It's true. Um, I've the second I had my first kid, I immediately became a crier, and now it's just constant waterworks. I ca- I can't get a handle on it. So now when my kids, my students yeah. told me that I'm not allowed to cry at their graduation. Yeah. I was like, well, too bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't control this. <laughs> This so Mir, naturally. you know, in a couple of years when you graduate with honors and you're crushing it and you're going to go on to do amazing things, both athletically and academically, you'll see us in the background sobbing our eyes out. So <laughs> be and prepared, wooing. buddy. Don't worry. Yes. The woos will happen. Yeah, yeah for sure. We'll every year at the senior walk. I love the Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like when they go to their elementary schools, it's awesome. It's coming very I soon. Yeah, I can't wait. All right, Rockets, have a fantastic spring break. Another gigantic shout-out to Gloria Day Church and and Chris, who's now just become part of the podcast. And he had no idea what he was signing up for, but he's stuck with us. And uh, we're going to try and do a few more throughout the course of the school year before we wrap for the summer. And um, maybe we can even sneak a midsummer podcast uh, in there somewhere. A nice summer check-in. Yeah, a little summer a little check-in, a summer playlist. Huh? Oh my gosh, yes. Mixtape for all of you. Oh, don't you worry. Out there from yeah. the eighties yeah. um, and nineties too, right? Oh, 90s, yeah. We still oh yeah, I remember press, pressing play and record at the same oh, yeah. time. Amir, oh, yeah. you know what a mixtape is? Yes. What is it? Go ahead. This is a challenge for Ooh. me. No idea. <laughs> I can see no idea. He's like, hold your okay, bluff Guardians of the Galaxy. Have you watched Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, that's a no. good reference. <laughs> okay, we have other things to yeah. teach you in my okay, classroom. Okay, so you know when you go on your phone and you just select songs that you like to work out to? Okay, yeah. Well, in the 80s and 90s, you couldn't just select songs. You had to painstakingly listen to a tape and catch it right at the right time, and then... Recorded from the radio. Sometimes you'd even set two boom boxes in front of each other, push play, push record. It was editing at a whole nother level. Right. (laughs) My three year old, uh, we we were um, at my father in law's house, and my three year old picked up a VHS. Yeah. And he just looked at it. And he just, <laughs> and then he put it up to his <laughs> ear. <laughs> See, I'm the LimeWire generation. VHS, you know oh. what VHS is? Yes. Amir? I believe no. It's a move. Oh. It used to stick. It was like a box that you'd slide into <laughs> oh your Oh, my I gosh. Know. I See, have so many things have, to go yeah. grab from my childhood <laughs> so home History over teachers, break. we need to do. I know that Miss Kraske does play classic 80s movies occasionally. Yes. So that's. 
you know, John Cusack, as I walk past, always gets my attention because, come on, what could go Gotta wrong with John Gotta lift the boombox, Amir. Right. Yeah, yeah. That so could... I have things to grab from my mother's house. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> um, this will be the next It'll be class. great. <laughs> Sounds great. Can't all right. Wait. And I'll teach you all about Napster. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Now Amir is regretting his decision <laughs> to do the podcast for sure. <laughs> right. uh, well, Amir, <laughs> thank you so much. Um, this it's podcast fun. is for you. It's for our students at JM. But it's it's also for our JM family, and I think it's incredibly important for the listening audience, whoever they may be, to hear how wonderful and talented our students are, but on the same note, how wonderful and talented our staff. And then also, not just their talents, but what things they can offer in regards to support and help. Um, none of us are alone. Uh, if you feel like you're alone, please call. If you're not a Rocket, call anyway. The Rocket family has room to grow. Um, if you're feeling lost, if you're feeling empty, or if you're feeling excited about something we're doing, please reach out. Or as Amir knows, if you want hot chocolate or coffee, Truth. you come to my classroom. And food. And, and food. food. Yep, got and the snacks. food. Yep, all pre-approved all the and covered by <laughs> oh, winking sure. here audibly. <laughs> Don't um, worry. They're from, the, they're from the community room. They're from the community room, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so they're approved. Perfect. Don't you worry. Perfect. Yeah, just like everything <laughs> else. Ms. Vasquez and I have a fabulous relationship. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Rockets, we appreciate you. Claire, thank you. Rebecca, thank you. Amir, thank you. Chris, as always, wonderful job. Super honored. And uh, everyone have a great spring break and go Rockets. And we love you. Love you so much. Thank you. <laughs>